going on, people? This is Lecrae. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Kel Mitchell. Picky Wines, that would be me. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Brian Hooks. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Dr. Dorinda Clark Cole. Yo, what up, y'all? It's your boy, Kev, on stage. Yo, what's up? This is Doug E. Fresh. What up, what up? It's DJ Emmy for that Breakfast Club. What's up, everybody? It's Mr. Talkbox. Hello there. This is Kim Burrell. Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Cardi Cortez. Well, hello there. I am Ja'Kalen Carr. Good afternoon. It's Jess with a mess. Hey, everyone. This is Faith Jesse. My name is Kid from Kid and Play. Peace to the planet. Charlemagne the God here. What's up, y'all? Las Vegas. It's said entertainer. I want you to download and tune into the greatest gospel station in the Las Vegas area. It's the number one gospel station. Number one gospel station. Number one gospel radio. Check it out. I need you to do me a favor. I need you to go download Anointed Radio app. From either the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. For 24-7 gospel. Make sure to check out their website at anointedradionetwork.com. Music for the soul, music for your spirit, music to lift your heart. That soul food for your body, that energy for your spirit. Gospel in the morning, gospel for lunch, gospel at dinner, and then you go to sleep. You know what? Guess what? You dreaming about some gospel. Sometimes these are the songs that really uplift us and uh, get us through some of the tough times. Salute Pastor J. Calhoun and Anointed Radio. Know your boy wouldn't steer you around. Go listen right now. You feel me? Check them out without no doubt. Because gospel is what it's all about. Hey, hey, everybody, this is Pastor Jay, and we're going to start off in normal fashion. First, let me adjust myself. We're going to start off in normal fashion with a prayer and a scripture. And the prayer we're coming out of, oh, the scripture we're coming out of is Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. The, I want you to to just think about that last part. He will make your path straight. Right now, a lot of things that we do that we think of our own, that we think we should be doing, how we should act, how we should get back, especially one thing can I, can I tell you today that I see so much and that's hurting people while being hurt. A lot of people are hurt, so they feel that it's okay to be mean to other people. It's okay to, to lash out on people, but that's not of God. God is of love. God loved you enough when you were in your hurt moment and it's not cool for you to go off on other people and then still pro proclaim and profess to hold the bloodstained banner for Christ because that's not the representation of Christ. That's the representation of you and how you feel that you feel like you have to get an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. And can I tell you something? It's not doing nothing for you. Leaning to your own understanding only gets you in more issues and more problems. So I'm telling you, you might not like it, but there's a blessing in being and having no response. There is a blessing in not steeping to other people's levels because God got you. Like the Bible say, I don't think a lot of us trust God, really. Let's be real. When it says the battle is not yours, it's the Lord's. 
Well, if you pray for those people that did you wrong, God take care of that. You don't need to do nothing about it. The only thing that you find right now is your ego. So stop leaning to your own understanding and let God, let God submit to all your ways, your heart, your mind, and your spirit. And watch how you'll get a joy that no one could take away. A peace where you could be able to finally sleep because there's some people out here that's restless, irritated, and petty. And that shouldn't be <laughs> the traits of a Christian. Just put that out there. Amen. Uh, Dear Father God, we just thank you right now, God. God, we ask you to touch everybody under the sound of my voice, to truly hear you, truly understand you, understand your word, your, their purpose that you have for them in their life, God. God, we just ask you to be able to come in, Lord, come in and, and, and set a fire, a new fire to be able to realign some people that's walking away from you, God. God, re shift some mindsets, be able to revive some hearts, to be able to love again, even though they've been hurt. God, we just ask you to just be able to be that that agent of change in, in everybody under the sound of my voice's life right now, whatever they're going through, God, wherever they need that help, wherever they lack in, wherever they've been crying out from pain, God, be able to relieve them from them, those pains and give them great understanding of why we went through it so that we could be able to go forward without always operating out of hurt. God, we just ask you to be able to bless the people to know you more, not from what they've been told, not with it's been hand me down, but for you and their relationship, God, so that they can truly come to you in all fullness of you and understanding what you're capable of doing and why you're in their life. God, I ask you to be able to bless Anointed Radio. Let us be able to enlarge our territory, to be able to get from where we are now to even more broadcasts uh, signals to even more cities, to even more churches and, 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 and all over the place, God, so we could be able to show that there is hope in you, God. God, let us be able to teach the unteachable, reach the unreachable, and even touch somebody with the hardest heart so they can say, what can I to be saved? So, God, we just thank you. You know what? I want to change, and that's because of God. And we said it all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 This is Pastor Jam. Like always, I got something to say. You can follow me at Anointed Jalon on all social media platforms. You could uh, follow me on um, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all those good places at Anointed Jalon. And if you want to listen to any of my music, you could follow me at um, Pastor Jalon Calhoun on Spotify, Apple Music, and all that. And if you didn't know, now you know. March thirteenth. I'm dropping a new single. It's been a whole year break. I have so much music I, I've just had collecting and I had to pick the right one for this season. And I'm I'm dropping my sophomore Goss EDM track that's coming out uh, March 13th. Definitely check it out. Pre-order will be coming out soon. But yeah, that's me, Pastor Jay. And if you haven't did it, I want y'all to know one thing. Make sure you share, like, subscribe. Wherever you're listening from, uh, if you're on the Roku, if you're on YouTube, um, Twitter, Twitch, 
LinkedIn, all my professionals out there. Make sure you share, like, subscribe, tag somebody. We're going to have a great um, interview tonight. It's going to be some great content, great music, all that great stuff. And if you haven't did it, make sure you download the Anointed Radio app. Our new app is 2.0. So much stuff on it. It's dope. You should check it out. But you got to download the Anointed Radio app. And if you want to be a blessing, you could go ahead and donate to the Anointed Radio by Cash App, Way of Cash App, at Anointed Radio Network, and our new website, Anointed Radio. With that, we're going to go ahead and bring our co-hosts. We have the lovely Brittany Marley. We have the talented Jay Spates. Where can they find you? What's up, everybody? You can find me on Instagram at I am Brittany Marley. And as always, every Tuesday with Testimony Tuesday with Brittany and Kelly at Testimony Tuesday with Brittany and Kelly blogspot.com. What's good, y'all? My name is Jay Spate. You can find me on IG, that guy, J23, or you can find me on Facebook on Out of Bounds Outreach. Amen. And everybody, let's lift up a prayer for Prophetess Tish. She's feeling under the weather. She was just having a book signing in Atlanta. And I guess she got, you know, the cooties because it's rainy and all it's cold weather, even though it's, you know, it's crazy. We have snow outside in Vegas and it's about to be pool season. Doesn't make any type of sense to me. I know everybody that bought tickets to come to Las Vegas Strip and go to the pool are like, I need a refund because it's like <laughs> snow literally outside in the mountains. Some cities are even shut down. And if you're driving out there, be safe because I know that LA just closed the I 15. So if you're trying to get to Vegas, you can't take the I 15. You're going to have to go all the way around to Arizona or I don't know the other way you could really get to Vegas from, but y'all be safe out there. And if you didn't know, the WNBA uh, are coming back, our first champions of the Las Vegas area, the WNBA Aces. And if you didn't know, put some newsers out there, Miss Kelsey Plum and Darren Waller are getting married this weekend on the strip. Congratulations to the WNBA champion Kelsey Plum and Las Vegas Raider Darren Waller for getting married this weekend. I think even Matt Crosby is getting married as well. Um, it must be something in the air. Getting married. We're here in Vegas. You live in Vegas. They're like, oh, you just get married after dinner. <laughs> hey, oh, no. But that's 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 our environment. But with that being said, we're going to go ahead and um, bring up our guest, Mr. Don ready hey what's up what up what up what up what up how y'all doing good how are you doing good doing good so where can everybody find you hey look all all platforms dom ready music um, um on tiktok instagram uh if you type in dom ready spotify apple music you know dom ready on youtube but yeah dom ready music is my tag so you can find me pretty much anywhere amen and with that, we, I'm gonna I'm I'm check. I'm gonna check to see something. Let's let's check check the waters a little bit. Let's see. Um, is there a game in the spirit? Let's see. Is there a game? <laughs> Just because you're trying to be funny, I want to say no so bad. <laughs> but yes. Hey Amen. So we have a game with everybody. I know you guys last week missed Miss Brittany Marley. She was out last week, but she is back with us in the studio today, and she is bringing us 
a great game. And let's go ahead and give her the reins of whatever game we're about to do. Let's go do ahead, Miss Brittany. <laughs> whatever game this is, there is no name for this game, guys. But this is how it goes. Um, I think we kind of played it something similar to this before. But what it is, I have 10 random questions, okay? I'm going to go around. Of course, we're going to start with our guests first. You just choose the number one through 10. Whatever number you choose, that's the question that you get, all right? So very simple. So number one through 10, Don, what do you choose? Ah, uh, seven. Seven. Seven, okay. What is your go-to karaoke song? Oh, dang. Uh, oh, I got to do that, uh, that All of Me by John Legend. I Hit got to. You go ahead, hit us with it. Yeah, I got to. Can you sing a little bit or you can't? Uh, you know, all of me loves all of you. All your curves and all your edges. I'll give y'all a little bit. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. All right, Pastor Jess on you. One through ten. No, you're gonna win out. Okay. Jay, one through ten. Uh four. If you could only bring three things with you on a deserted island, what would you pick? Wow. Wife. Mm -hmm. Better say it. Got to. <laughs> Drums. Ain't that a given, though? Laptop. Your wife is. You, you just leave your wife on, 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 a, on a vacation? Ain't that like a given? Like, I feel like there's a low key setup. She was just trying, trying to see. <laughs> All right, Pastor Jay, you get to go one through ten. Let me go and get four. That was what we just did. She's another one. Oh, let me get eight. One place you visited before, and you're just like, nah, I'm not going back there. Beaumont, Texas. Hey, he was so quick with that has to be a story. He really you know, was. A story I'm scared to ask. I went there's nothing there. Um I went there um for a family reunion and you know as a teenager you find some type of fun. There's nothing in Beaumont, Texas. I went there once. I I probably will be ha I will be fine dying and never going back to that place. Well, clearly you never been to Tallulah or Reno. As you said, Reno or or Tallulah. Uh, I can tell I you, sometimes in Reno, there's a lot of stuff that there's nothing to do. Right. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in Western Kentucky, so I, I know y'all from the city. Kentucky. You know, <laughs> here y'all talk about these places. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, Beckett, is it you, Don? I think so. One through two. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see. Let me let me go ahead and get number three. Okay. What is the best book you've read in the last year or so? Oh, easy. Mamba Mentality. I just read it about a month ago. So okay. That, okay. that book is so good. It was, he, he, was he talked about uh, his approach to the game, but like, like it was, you can apply so many of the things that he was teaching um, to your life. Um, and, and mentality is everything. You know, I believe that. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I'm glad I didn't have to give the, and no, you can't say the Bible because that's a given. I'm glad that I didn't have to say that to you. <laughs> All right, oh, yeah. Jay. Right, because yeah. that's no, something somebody. I, I love I love the Lord, but I don't be trying to Jesus do people though. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. All right, Jay, one through ten. Ten. One. Jay, say. <laughs> you said ten. Yeah. Describe your perfect day. 
my perfect day. Uh, sleep to about eight o'clock. Uh, go to the gym to about 10 o'clock. Grab lunch. I know the good Christian folks don't indulge, but <laughs> I can find a nice patio and have a cigar. That's the end of my perfect day. That's the end of your perfect day right there, huh? Yeah. All right. Okay. I don't okay. know about that statement because um half half the Christian population go to sugar daddy. So I'm just throwing <laughs> <laughs> in case y'all don't know, sugar daddy is a cigar lounge out here in Vegas. It's oh, a black-owned okay. cigar lounge yeah. here in Las Vegas. Shout out to Sugar Daddies out there if you want any, you know, sponsorship. Oh wow! Okay, one through ten, Pastor Jay. Let me get one. <laughs> okay, what's your favorite sandwich? Like, how do you like it? What's on it? And what's uh, your favorite drink to go with it? Let me get a peanut butter jelly sandwich with some cold ice milk. Mm, that's different. That interesting. Yeah, that's different. <laughs> Peanut butter. I, that sounds good though. Now I'm sitting there thinking about it. I'm I like, actually, kind of, it's been some early morning, late nights where you just be like, I just want a peanut butter jelly sandwich with some cold milk in my PlayStation controller. <laughs> you can't have it without the milk though. Right. That's what's crazy. That just sounds nauseating. Yeah. And, it's, and the milk got to be cold. Got to be cold. If it's warm, it ain't good. Nah. I feel like me and Jay on the same page. Mm -mm. That's a hard no for me. Exactly, exactly. Said so I've seen what I need to see. Immediately no. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately no. All right, just a few more. Um Don, one through ten. Uh two. I don't think two's been taken yet. No. What do you think is the best TV show out right now? That is an extremely hard question for me. Um mm. uh, I never watch TV. Okay. So uh I rarely I watch it with my wife sometimes. Uh what do we be watching? Uh, we watch like uh, dang, I'm trying what's to remember something that she had you binge that you probably um, enjoyed. what's the uh, uh, special crimes? Uh, dang, this the special crimes, Law and Order. No, it's uh, is it like a about first 48 or like a, a like no, a show uh, like special victims unit? That's ain't that Law and Order. SV. Is that it? Is that yeah, it? Well, I yeah, that's, that's what we be on. That show been okay. on for 20 some years. Yeah, we okay. still be watching. We watch every single episode of that. Man, uh, I did beyond that, that, I really don't. Oh, I watch NBA. I watch I watch sports. But that's that's yeah. when I watch that on my phone. So I really am watching the TV very rarely. So I guess that, that was that was a that's a good question. That's a hard question. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right, Jay Spade. Oh no, he he skipped a who, who's your team? Oh, I didn't hear that. Oh, see, now see. I, I, <laughs> where are you from again? LA. Where are you from again? LA. Vegas. Vegas. Pastor, where are you from? I'm from Richmond, not Richmond. Virginia. Okay. The real Richmond. Uh, my, my favorite, um, my favorite player was Kobe Bryant. So you're um, a Lakers fan? Nah. Uh, but I'm a Warriors fan now. Uh, but I had, oh! I had to let y'all know my history. You so said, well, understand, like, I'm still loyal to the. You said you said one number. We don't we don't take bandwagons. Whoa! I didn't I didn't I didn't expect. I'm a Warrior fan. My player, my favorite player, surprisingly not Steph Curry. My favorite player is Draymond Green. Draymond Green. He said Draymond. Yeah. Yes. 
losing you. We losing you. Uh-oh, we losing you. All right, we're going to hopefully get him back. All right, Jay Spade, one through 10. What's going on? Five. <laughs> What's your biggest pet peeve? People who smack when they eat. Smack when they eat. Yeah. Gotcha. You gotcha. can never go to Africa. Honestly, I don't uh, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I don't I don't plan on going back to the to the motherlands. I have no I have you no see you motherlands. We can see you. You're just kind of freezing. Am I freezing still? I don't think so. I don't okay. think so. I don't want this to be the last question, but only if, okay, it's only works. Do any of you guys, were you friends, fans of the show Friends at all at any point in time? Did you guys watch Friends? I had no cable, so I watched it. I indulged. You did? Yeah, okay. So the question is for you, Pastor Jay, and for the viewers who did watch it, were Ross and Rachel on a break? No. They never was on a break. There you go. And I could watch different seasons and not in order, and you could see that. But you know what the best show was? That was not when you had antenna TV and um, you only had those type of shows like Friends. That 70s show had no black people in it, but that show was fire. I never watched it. I actually used to binge watch that 70s show. It was really pretty funny. Okay. Okay. I didn't know if anybody's gonna be able to answer answer that question though. It's well, okay. that is the game. That is it, guys. <laughs> Jay seems so disappointed disappointed. He was like, I had cable TV all my life. Well, I, did <laughs> I did it. We had we had three, five, eight, and thirteen. Thirteen is where friends came on. No, five in Vegas on Fox or NBC. It was WB. I had no desires to watch it, bro. I'm sorry. Now, if you said Martin. You had to have good. No, that came on Fox back in the day. That was free with The Simpsons. Yep, you're right. You're right. Okay. I didn't start watching Friends until a few years ago. I was like a living single. You know, we were a living single family. They stole. <laughs> yeah. They living single was supposed to be called Friends. If anybody didn't know, we just left Black History Month. Friends stole their whole concept and took their name so when they came out after they couldn't be called friends so they called themselves living single i thought living right. single came out out first but friends just took the whole idea of all the friends being together and being in the no band. they actually was going to be named friends okay, uh, they broke it down it. and they took the whole name and the whole concept and put a budget behind it and then they had to change their name last minute to living single wow. living single work. So. Can you imagine if they was called We Are Friends, Friends? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Living single was perfect. <laughs> it worked perfectly fine. Yeah, that don't sound right in the theme song. Yeah. Um, so going into our interview, that was the game, everybody. We're going to now go into the interview. And Mr. Don, you ready? Yeah, yeah. Stay ready, you know. I'm going to give you some love because, you know, you did say you were a Golden State fan. We'll take all Golden State fans across this nation, you know. 
you know. Who you first, who you a fan of? Who you a fan of? Well, hold on, hold on. I'll let you know. So, <laughs> hold up. Wait a minute. Um. So, who? What was the very this icebreaker? I just want to give you an icebreaker question because you said Golden State. Um. What was the very first mascot for the Golden State Warriors? Yeah. So, so I see where you're going already. Um. <laughs> and I'm not that type of fan. Right. Um, I am more. I, I I am more of a fan of players. Oh Jesus. Um. So I am not. Uh, but I believe was it the Golden State Oilers? Was that right? It was the Golden Globe. It was a. Oh, was it really? Golden Globe. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not that type Mr. of. I'm not that turned type into of the fan. Thunder guy. Yeah. Yeah. I love. I love. I didn't even give you names. I wasn't going. It's okay. But we still accept you as a Golden State fan. He said we still accept you. What's your generation? How old are you? Say it again. How, how old are you? I am twenty. Oh, that answers it. Never mind. I'm, so I should. 20, I should. I should let with that 20, one. Twenty-eight, I think. Twenty-eight. Yeah. Yeah, I should let with that. That was. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. He know. He know about Kobe in the, at the end of his career. Yeah. Bro, Kobe is oh. I am a die. And he knows Michael Jordan at the Washington Wizards. Yeah, I went back and watched a lot of Michael Jordan's games because of Kobe, though. Because because of Kobe, I went back and watched it because I respect Michael's game. They they literally played a lot of light. Kobe could just shoot better. Mm. So well, we're gonna talk, we're gonna talk off offline. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you see, yeah, yeah. Cause you that, see the conversation that we had prior to this Pastor Jay. This is why I said I was like, I'm gonna here tonight. I could just let so, the boys have it. <laughs> so with that, because man, we could go all in the sports, but oh, yeah, that's we, a whole we, different we, show. That's hours kind of thing. Man, so let's go ahead and talk about your music. With your music, what inspired you to start doing music in the first place? Yeah, man, the Lord. Um, no, nah, I'm, I'm I'm kidding. It was uh you was really I, I, hey, I was about to go. <laughs> hey, hey, they were, no, you were okay. talking about earlier giving giving those Christian that church answers. answers. So I, had to, I had to get y'all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we were all quiet. No, but 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 genuinely, uh genuinely i if you're talking about uh what's inspired me in music, um and what kind of got me started is that I've I've tried to create music that is what I didn't have whenever I was coming up. Um, so like whenever I was coming up, especially in the Christian space, you know, we just had Lecrae for real, you know, riding down like with Lecrae. my Jesus music. Yeah. Jesus music. I didn't even know about Jesus music though. Uh, uh, then, um, we had like Tadashi, uh, Trip Lee, but beyond that, it wasn't until I got in college where Trip Lee and, uh, Tadashi really got put on my radar. So I think when I first started for me, it was like, bruh, like I'm trying to make music that's like the music that I've listened to secular, mm-hmm. but has Christian perspective to it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think that's really what's motivated me over the years. Cause I know there's, you know, how, I'm in Western Kentucky. You know how many people come to me and they're like, bro, I ain't never heard of Christian rap until you. And I'm like, what? Really? You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm, I know all the Christian rappers, you know what I'm saying? Like I know them all. I, I, I can call most of them, you know what I'm saying? Besides the higher ups, you know what I'm saying? But, it's just uh it's super it's super interesting that people still have not heard about christian rap you know what i'm saying well, so i would say to that point um and i was just on a board talking about this point until christian hip hop has its own billboard charts and not bunched up with gospel 
um, then it's still a new, it's still new. It's not new, but to, if you look at industry standards, that's why Kanye was able to take one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, almost his whole album worth of the billboard charts because he's bunched in with quartet choir, um, Christian hip hop artists, Tamla man, Kurt Franklin, Hillsong, like all of that's bunched into each other. So it's unfortunately um, until Christian hip hop actually gets its own, genre instead of being bunched in with everybody else a lot of people don't really a lot of people say oh that's a gospel track i've heard that too yeah hey so do you, are you like a uh are you a musician you play key, you, you, you look like you play keys <laughs> uh yeah I, 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 what, what, what's that what, tell me what that looks like <laughs> i love to know Hey. I got the fingers like a piano player. That, That's crazy. That yeah, yeah, I do. I actually worship at my church, so no. I'm the worship leader at my church. Mm-hmm. So, no. so yeah, yeah, and I lead from the keys from the keyboard. No. So most people don't know that about me. That's one thing a lot of people don't know. So that's so he cool. wanted to know what told on him. He said, "What told you <laughs> my secret that I'll be playing behind keys?" I, I use I use Pastor Jay's. Uh... Oh wow! Yep. Uh huh. My yeah. head wrap. Yeah, that's not a head wrap. I feel like that was low key. He was trying to spaz like on you for real. He really <laughs> trying to throw something at me, but it's okay. It's cool. I'm going through my nappy phase. Anybody want to know why I've been wearing my? Since you want to bring it up, I'll say it publicly <laughs> because I'm in my nappy phase and I'm growing my hair out. I got the auntie head wrap on. All right. Thank I you. I ain't mad at you. No, know in, bro. Jesus, you like I there. can't find my real turban. This ain't let, even let, a let turban. Let us see under there. Let's let us see under there real quick. So we nah, can... I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Y'all thought y'all thought y'all was gonna do that to me on the show. Nah, I'm good. So back to you, Mister Don Ready. So growing up in church, yeah, were you able to listen to secular music? My mom didn't approve of me listening to secular secular music, but I still did. I just had to, I had to do it different. So like when I would go to my friend's house, I would download off his computer to my MP3 player. She put like Kurt Franklin, all that stuff on there. Um, and then, uh, and even Lecrae wasn't even big enough yet at that point. Like I'm talking about like 12 or 13, you know what I'm saying? So this is like 16 years ago, you know what I'm saying? So Lecrae was just like really starting to get a little traction at that point. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't really have nothing. Um, so I, I, I would download music at his house. So what I was, was I allowed to No, but did I still, yes. So, so who was the number one lyricist that you really said when you heard her, you was like, man, that so, sound is cold. Like, so I, I'm, really I, I, I grew up in that, that, uh, that Lil Wayne Drake era. So, um, oh, young money era. Yeah, the Young Money, Cash okay. Money, yeah, YMCMB, you know. Um, but uh, I am a I am a humongous Drake fan. <laughs> yeah. All of my friends know it. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I am a humongous Drake fan. I grew up on Drake. Um, I learned about lyricism from Lil Wayne though, um, because Lil Wayne is a crazy lyricist. There's some stuff you still like. I listen to this day, and I'm like, wow, that was crazy. I didn't even get that then. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, so uh, he's he's filthy when it comes to lyricism. Um, and then for the you know vibe and how I approach records, a lot of time that comes from my Drake, you know Drake background. So mm. so yeah. So off topic question: Do you know what show Drake was on before he yeah, became yeah famous? Grassy? I used to, I watched that. That, 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 that's all. That's all my. That's all my age group. That's all. See now, y'all talking about Don. Y'all, y'all in the Don age group. I'm not even gonna guess y'all's ages, but I know Whoa. it's older than me. So. Yeah, you can agree <laughs> on that. <laughs> so, uh, so I know it's older than me. So that's. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was in that Drake Degrassi era. That that was me. So one thing I would ask you is, um, so how did you mix that? to be able to blend your influence with now Christian hip hop. Yeah. It, it's actually not as hard as people think it is uh, because it, it's all about, because I make music about where I am and what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. It makes it very, very easy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, because I'm a Christian, if you're really devoted to Jesus and you really love Jesus, you know what I'm saying? Then like your walk is very intentional. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so it's really, really difficult for me not to talk about my my relationship with God and my music because of how devoted I am to Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like, I, like it's interesting because artists are like, oh, yeah, man, I try to keep the Jesus talk as low as possible. And I'm like, that's really hard. You know what I'm saying? Whenever if you're intentional about your walk, like intentional about uh, trying to grow in Christ, intentional about what God's trying to do in you. You know what I'm saying? It is very hard to, for those for those uh, songs not to just flow out you. Mm-hmm. Um, literally I'm most of the time my songs come from a place that I'm struggling with or that I'm dealing with. And that's where a song comes out. So has you know it always so. been like that? Or when you first started, cause I know some people, I can't remember what artists I was reading about today. They said that in the beginning, they started to write songs or put out songs that they felt like would be popular or felt like what the people wanted to hear. But now they're more so geared towards, like real life situations and being more transparent. So were you always transparent or did you go through a phase where you wanted to put out something that you felt like people would like? Yeah. So I, I, I've gone through that now um, over the last probably two months. You know what I'm saying? Like I've seen a, I've seen a lot of growth last year, but over the last two months I went from 4,000 followers on Instagram to a hundred thousand. Mm. So with that kind of growth, you start feeling that pressure yeah it's like i gotta make sure this next one's hitting mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but um and, and it, it kind of psyched me up for a little bit you know what i'm saying for a couple of weeks probably about a month it kind of psyched me up because i was like bro this is crazy like it, like literally you go from not knowing nobody in the industry to having everybody's number yeah you know what i'm saying like, like within two months and all the stuff that you kind of envision and you dream about you know the stuff that i've been believing god for for years it's like right there in front of you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like, dang, now you got to perform. That's how you feel. Um, but um, I've been, I've been able to, I've been able to, because I, I just keep telling myself, go back to the place right yeah. about this time. You know what I'm saying? Like this next record I got uh, coming out uh, next. Yeah, never mind. Uh, but this this record I got coming out, uh, it's called Under Construction. Okay. Right. Um, so it's, it literally I wrote it from the place that I'm in. Um, and I said, uh, I said, uh, um, I had to tighten up. They thought I lightened up. 
the, these demons thought that they could psych me up, but they didn't. They just hyped me up. They couldn't see I had this Bible tuck. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, and it's it's really me talking about that experience about how how I felt like I was psyched up for a second. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they thought that they could psych me up, but they just hyped me up. You know what I'm saying? Like, so now I'm like even more motivated than before. You said, uh, what's your line? I didn't know. Huh? They didn't know I had the Bible tuck. Yeah, they couldn't oh. see I had this Bible tuck. We covered by the blood. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a really dope record. A lot of my, a lot of my teams are very excited about that record. Mm. Um, so, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at your albums on, uh, on iTunes right now. Yeah. What, what was your approach to the events? What, 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 where did that come from? Which one? The events. Oh, the events. Okay, yeah. Dang, that was that's old. That's why I, I was like, which one? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so that's uh, that's twenty nineteen. So the events, man. You see, y'all getting into my my head, my my headspace yeah. now. Okay. <laughs> so that was so in twenty twenty, I almost quit. What? Wouldn't that come out? That was twenty twenty, right? Um, so twenty twenty, oh. I dropped that project. I think in May, June, or July, somewhere in there. Um, and and the project was me foretelling everything that people are seeing now. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it's called the advance in the, in the, in the whole idea was, um, I might, I might get an advance, you know what I'm saying? If I keep working this plan, you know what I'm saying? I might get an advance. Um, so that's the whole idea of that, of that EP. Um, but then right after that, I almost quit music. Right. Yeah. So, cause I mean, that project didn't do good. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it was just uh, but but it was it was good for where I was because when I go back and I listen to it, it actually sparked heavenly poetry. Okay. Um, so my brother listened to the last track's called the outro. Um on that, is that right? Yeah. It's called the outro. Um, yeah. my brother listened to that track. Um, and he sent me that track uh in January of 2022. And he said, Don, I need more tracks like this. Right. So I just I created heavenly poetry for my brother because of that EP. Right. You know, saying like, that's crazy. Right. He sent me the outro and he was like, Don, this is crazy. I need more tracks like this. Hmm. I dropped. So then that was like in December, January of 2022. So then I dropped heavenly poetry and I post that mug and that mug goes viral. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just how God kind of does, man. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he uh, right whenever I was getting ready to quit, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I was like, I, you know, I didn't quit in 2020, and then I started dropping singles, and I was getting a little traction. I got a, I got a record with Caleb Gordon that helped me a lot. Um, uh, Caleb Gordon's my homie too. Shout out Caleb. Um, uh, and uh, got a record with him. Whenever he was growing, that's like when West Orlando Flow was going crazy. Um, and then. So then January, my brother sends me that record. He's like, I need this. So I dropped that and it sparked the whole series. Uh, and that all came from the events. And so, you know so it's kind of like God was God was foretelling. And and whose eyes do you think felt like that 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 product that you put out wasn't good enough? And I know, I know being being a musician, right? Like we're our yeah. own, we're our own worst critics, but you never know what. Those four tracks there for somebody else. I'm listening to this joint when I when I get off of here, but you never know how the four tracks that you first put out that nobody heard can affect their life. Yeah, what what songs is on that again? Uh, the <laughs> advance, uh, dreams come true, uh, dreams come, come to, to life. life. Oh yeah, that mug was hitting. Ma's made up. Yeah, that mug was hitting too. Yeah, you are gonna like those. 
Um, I, I felt like I was in a good headspace, like a, a perfect headspace, because I was super desperate yeah. at that time for you know to to really see what God was trying to do. Um, now I'm I've, I've grown in so much maturity that I literally have to put myself in a mind space to think about those that 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 time period. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Understand yeah. what I'm saying? We, uh, so, you got to so, get so you like, got to have a preparation to get your mind yeah. where it needs to go because um, one thing I, I I'm hearing from what you were saying, John P. Key said some things to me a few years ago that really changed my mind space. Um, when you stop chasing it, it comes to you. And it really, we were on this platform, Anointed Radio, and I was like, yeah, we're nominated for the Stellars. And he said, I don't care about Stellars no more. It's cool. But he said, I just care about the craft. Me being better oh, than what I was. And talking? I said, that was, that hit me more than anything else that we was talking about. Because it, I sat there and I thought about when you stop chasing these awards, you stop chasing these accolades and you stop chasing all these things, God can actually use you because you ain't focused on things. You focus on being a better version to please God. A hundred percent. And he could be able to use you fully because you actually open kind of like what you were saying. You instead of you like, like focus, like when you said you was desperate, I don't think he was really desperate. I think he was just more willing like God, let's make this pure, the way that you gave it to me, I want to hear it. Because sometimes, kind of like when we go back to the scripture in the beginning, we lean to our own understanding and be like, well, I heard this and let me add this. But God's like, no, I gave you a perfect sound. I gave you the perfect lyrics. I gave you the perfect mode and how the direction is. If it's unorthodox, I made it that way. So now deliver it that way. And yeah. that's one thing that I could say. I don't even think it's desperate. I just think a lot of times when you, you get in that headspace of being willing, in the fullness of God that you could really come out with what he wants from you. And it's so pure and it's so unique that people be like, what is that? Right. 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 Yeah. That's, and that's, and that's the, the thing about the advance. Um, the advance is that at that time I was really embodying what it, what it took to do what God calls you to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't, a lot of times I don't think we understand what it takes. You know what I'm saying? Like we have this idea in our mind that it's just going to fall in our lap. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like anything God calls you to do is just going to fall in your lap. You know what I'm saying? But it's not true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like any, every person in the Bible that, um, that God called them to something, it required them to sacrifice something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and a lot of times that was very, very hard for them to do. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and I think that that's uh, and, and at that time I was learning all those things and I was trying to process them at the same time as I was putting out music. You know what I'm saying? So it was a it was a, it was a super dope time. Like, I, I just remember I wouldn't want to go back there, but I <laughs> but I, but I, but I remember it. No, I'm saying I remember it in the sense of how much I really was um, having to have faith. Yeah, y'all know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. I was having to believe in myself, mm-hmm. and that is so hard. Like especially with all the, you, especially when you like in doing Christian hip hop, you don't know where to start, you don't know what to do, you don't know how to reach your audience, you don't know anything. Yeah. Everybody's telling you you need to go through Rapzilla. What if Rapzilla's not messing with you? You know what I'm hey, saying? Like, hey, 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 I'm gonna tell you this. I think Rapzilla might be listening, but I'm gonna say when 
I learned something when I about Christian hip hop. There's only a few people in few Christian hip hop that actually weigh Christian hip hop. So when it comes down to it, a lot of people feel like their opinion is so weighted, but yeah. it's really not because what really cares that I give you a perfect example. My team rep Jesus. I wrote that song for an artist, um, and the artist that I was managing at the time wasn't feeling it, and I had to track. And I was like, you know what? I'm do it. I put it to Rapzilla. Rapzilla had the little dude to go on live and said, we sound like a 2002 uh, uh, dated Christian hip hop song. It's dated. It's this. It's that. It's trash. And we still won Rapzilla, though. Mm. So at the end of the day, I, I'm, I'm, tell, I'm, I'm not even saying it just for you, Dom. I'm saying this to the Christian hip hop artists that's listening. I want you to know what God gave you. Don't let no man talk to him. Talk to him. No man discourage you because there's going to be people that's going to come after. You know, you get it already. Somebody told you you couldn't finish college and then you finish college and they said, I believed you could always do it. There's the same type of people in music that until you make it, they're going to be like, oh, that's trash. I didn't <laughs> had a super producer say a song that's trash that made me the most money. That I didn't because I never thought that song would make me money, but it made me more money than the music I wanted it to make me money. Right. And he said it was trash. And it's the most requested song every time I go out to tour. Mm. So do not let and let somebody just discourage you like that because I've been there, done that. And that was all during clubhouse 2020 when we were stuck in the house and everybody thought they was a, a master master class and critic <sighs> just had to let that go. Cause I felt sure. your pain when you said, when you said that, I remember that, that feeling when you're like, man, is it good enough? And people uh, being so hard on themselves. When somebody's like, man, you did it. You enjoyed yourself, had fun with it. You getting streams. You got your money. You're doing what you're doing. You getting requested. Have fun. Because right. a lot of people don't have fun no more. They just like, right. I got to make the music that's good for them and this and that. And I have to market it. And I have to do this. Right. And I'm like, are you having fun anymore? Like the music right. now right. is a nine to five. You might as well go get a nine to five. We're doing this because of a passion. Because you right. have a passion, a calling to it. Not just because you're sitting there talking about. I got to do it for people. So right. if you out there, any Christian artist, gospel artist, I don't care what you're, comedian, perfect your craft, keep going. People going to always doubt you. Like my grandma used to say, they talked about Jesus, so why wouldn't they talk about you? Right. In in end of end of event. So back to you, Don. Ready? Oh, <laughs> man, you 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 take your moment, man. Preach to these folks. Uh, but uh, but yeah, yeah. So it was uh. So it was a, it was a good time, and that project was was me kind of um, prophesying over my over myself, mm -hmm. right? Um, that I just might get in advance if I keep working the plan. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of what I was doing there. Um, but it also taught me what I learned the most in 2022. Whenever I dropped Heavenly Poetry, what most people don't know about the Heavenly, I should do like a commentary on the Heavenly Poetry series. I should do that. But most people don't know about the Heavenly Poetry series is every single song besides Heavenly Poetry 7 has old lyrics in them. 
mm-hmm. uh, meaning lyrics older than 2020. Right. Uh, and so I you were way back in the, in the notebook. Yeah, yeah. I intentionally did that though. Um, and it, and it ended up ministering to my brother later. Cause you know, he seen me going viral and he seen me going crazy and he played sports and he was like, bro, like my coaches ain't messing with me. And I'm like, bro, let me tell you something. <laughs> so let me talk to you. Let's let me tell you something. Every single heavenly poetry has old lyrics in it. He's like, yeah, I felt like I heard some of those bars before. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I said, sometimes, it ain't that people don't mess with you. It's that it, they ain't caught up to what's already there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that changed, his, that changed his whole perspective. I'm like, bro, you can already be nice and people just ain't recognize it yet. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, like a, it, it, ain't a, it ain't about, I said, it's the goal is to get better. You know what I'm saying? And, and as you get better, if, you, if people see your passion for the Lord and they see your music get better, they're going to rock with you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and that's whatever your craft is. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you already nice, my boy. You know what I'm saying? Like you just need you just need to continue to to do what you're doing. So I intentionally every single heavenly poetry besides number seven um had like at least at least probably four four bars at least of an old record. Mm-hmm. Um and I intentionally did that, almost trolling people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, all right, I'm gonna show y'all that we was nice back then. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I'm but it was also like ministering to my brother, like, hey, bro, like these is old bars. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't it wasn't because of then, it was all about timing. It wasn't because of then and I wasn't good then. Mm-hmm. It was because it wasn't the timing that God had decided to do whatever he was gonna do. I don't you know I don't want to sound like I'm dropping a hammer on anything, but I think um Pastor Jay said it earlier. Christian music. Christian artists, rap artists, y'all can be the dopest lyricists in the world, but the the funding behind gospel music is a little to none. Facts. A little to none. So I, I'm 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 gonna say keep keep doing your YouTube joints, keep doing your TikTok. Don't don't wait for that advance because most most church advances they don't want that they don't want that times ten. I'm just that's just the way of. And I'm not I'm not shading the 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 craft of gospel music. I'm not doing that at all. Um, but I've done homework a few different times. And if you look at the finances of what these artists really make, it's equivalent to a a, a janitor for a high school. Mm. I'm I'm gonna just put out. And I, I believe he just was uh, Warren Campbell. Warren Campbell was just breaking down the business about how um, a lot of people had something to say about him doing secular right. um, producing, not knowing that those secular tracks paid him, like right. compared to um, the gospel tracks. And he was saying that, and he said a quote that was that really touched me. He said, "As long as your your nine to five, your your profession doesn't start messing with your salvation. You should be fine. And it, and a lot of people have looked at those numbers of how in the early years, the a lot of artists aren't getting paid what they're owed. You know, give you a perfect example of a or, difference. Or what, um, they're, or what they're portraying. 
that's 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 what I'm getting to. I'm not I'm not trying to discourage you, bro. Like for real, for real. Um, I think the the greatest avenue for artists right now, or for anybody that's creating, is social media, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Yeah. That's who writing the check. That's who paying the bills. Yeah. If if you can name if you can name me one major um, record label other than Kirk Franklin's Kirk Franklin's record label, who else is out there? He signed to RCA. I'm just saying. You, Are you talking about you talking about the Christian space? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got you like um, you got you like dope. capital. You dope all in yourself, bro. You dope all in yourself. Yeah. And yeah, you I, got like you got you got a couple record labels. Um I I'll speak on the money part a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um if y'all don't mind. Is that cool? Go ahead. Um so but the, I think the big the biggest thing about the money in Christian music is that you can make enough money to have an income. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I can tell y'all that from my experience. Mm-hmm. You know, but the harder part is to supply other people's incomes. Right. Um, Cause uh, you got like uh, right now we're looking at like in the next year or so trying to do a tour, which requires a tour manager. Mm-hmm. And then that's going to make the tour manager have to make a decision. Do I quit my job? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then you got to supply income for that tour manager. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's that that's that's where it makes a little difference. You know what I'm saying? You can make a good income. Uh, what's what's a good income in y'all city? What's a what's a what's an average income? Average? Yeah. Uh let's say sixty thousand. Oh yeah. You can make sixty thousand doing music. You know what I'm saying? But the issue is not the sixty thousand. It's to paying your employees. The yeah, the issue is not sixty thousand. The issue is the 120,000 you need to supply somebody else's income. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's when it gets difficult and you need all those team members. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's why you see people like Lecrae starting labels. You know what I'm saying? Like he's got reach records because his producers and all that stuff, they try to keep him in house. That's why you got to move to Atlanta to be a part of reach. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because all of those people, um, the way they work is you get the producers and everything, but they're supplying their incomes. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, uh, so that's that's the that's why the label was necessary. Um, that's why you got to take it to the highest point possible, and you got to grow as much as you can because uh, you can't do it by yourself. And that's right. the hard part. Is that like, like you need you need the graphic designer and you need the producer on staff and you need the tour managers on staff and you need the um, um, associate executive and you need, but all those people got to get paid. You know what I'm saying? Right. Only way they get paid is if you, you know, you're not doing none of that unless to you at like a million monthly listeners type stuff. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it, it takes a lot to, um, it takes a lot to to get to that place. And you can you can make music on your own and do everything by yourself and make you know a hundred k a year for sure. You know, but when it's and and that I mean obviously that still takes a lot of work. You know, there's a lot right. of stuff involved in it. Um, that's like booking your own shows, handling all of the details of those shows. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like uh, uh, doing all your own songs, doing all your own mixing, doing all your own mastering, making your all your own cover art. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like mm-hmm. it's possible. I mean, yeah. you see guys like Caleb Gordon. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and it's so that it shows you that it's possible. 
But when it comes to supplying income for a whole team, that's where it gets difficult. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, to to do. Um, and I think that's the bigger hindrance for Christian music is that it's not so much money that you can supply income for a whole team. It's a bunch, it's a bunch of individualism. Mm. You know so I have saying? a question so, on, on that, on that, on that asp, um, yeah. asp, uh, on the asp aspect of the money side. Cause I'm sitting here thinking business oriented. Right. And I'm saying, so a lot of times, if you look at back in the day, what a, what a record label point would do, they'll give you advancement, right? They give you advance. And then you, you mostly will go against the house until you're into the positive. Mm -hmm. But Russ had a good point. If you get like what you said, like how Lecrae did with your own label, but let's say you did your own business. Let's just say entertainment, right? And you got a business loan under your business, wouldn't that still be able to now you have an EIN and you can now write off things should nowadays. Cause, cause a lot of people see that they can make money instead of doing it the old traditional way of just being signed and going. Mm -hmm. Now they could just mostly get that, what they're looking for, I guess you could say advancement in their own and then have everything instead of owing this person, this plus interest, you're just paying back what you already put into it. Mm-hmm. So in this new generation, because, I, you know, that's one thing I always thought about is, is it smarter to go the label way or is it smarter to just build your own brand and business and then get a loan from a bank and then pay everybody that you need to pay? And and then at least when you make money, you know, if you uh, go, you know, what is it called? I guess you could say uh, stable. What is it? Even. Say go even because that was one thing that I know um, another artist, La Russell out of Vallejo said is that he knows that if you put into it, if you do go even, at least, you know, I owe nobody. Mm -hmm. So what do you think about that? As yeah, an artist? So I, I, I don't personally like the loan route. Um, I think the better response, uh, in my opinion, is to grow it as big as you can grow it. Uh, individual. And then create a collective okay. of a bunch of people that use the same team mm -hmm. um, and kind of do your own label. Even if it's lower budget, you're still supplying everyone's income. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because, um, like, let's say I make and – it, and it takes a lot of, lot of uh, selflessness, too. Like, so let's say I make – this is not what I make either. But let's say I make 100, 100K this year. Like, mm -hmm. Let's say that's what I made, right? I got to have the discipline to say, okay, I'm only going to pay myself 50 so that I can help supply someone else's income. Mm. That's so hard. as a collective, like a commune, right? Everybody's like putting in, let's say everybody commits to 50 grand into right. putting into or, a or let's say everybody commits to not even 50. Say, say we need a producer and we need a tour manager. Like we know we need those and they'll have multiple roles. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like there'll be a producer and mixing engineer, all this kind of stuff. And let's say we need a tour manager as well. Right. So the tour manager is going to handle all the bookings. Any, they're going to handle all of everything, booking your flights, booking. So now you don't have to do any of that. And let's say there's four artists and all the artists are making $60,000 a year with the music. So that would be taking, okay, let's make 40 and let's put the other 20 towards paying the other guys. Mm. That That's the way I think it should be. You know what I'm saying? That's where we're headed. That's where, you know, me and Young Greatness, that's where we're headed. Um, but 
a lot of people, you got to have a lot of selflessness to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because you'll start to think that it's, oh, yes, yeah, me and it's only me and I should be making all the bread and I should be doing all this. But I think once you because because once you get that team, you're able to make the music better. You know what I'm saying? And you're able to make the touring better. You can make the shows better. Mm-hmm. Right. Which in turns does what brings in more people. Right. Now you make even more funds. Right. You know what I'm saying? And not that it's about making money because it's never been about that for me. You know what I'm saying? That's but that's because it's never been about that. That's why it's easy for me to be selfless. You know what I'm saying? I'm just See, like, and bro, I think that's I wanna... one part that's not spoken about when you talk about a lot of artists coming up is that a lot of people, when it comes to the creative side, they they got that. But when it comes to the business side, it's always been like a wave. Like it's mm-hmm. been like, all right, so which, which way do we go? That's the reason why I originally asked about the whole loans versus advancements and having the whole um, part of the what's it called the having the commune the community pot that's something that takes a lot of like you said selflessness no egos and team effort and making sure that everybody knows where everything goes it's kind of like like church like when everybody goes and like we have we have the trustee meeting and this got to get paid this got to get paid and this got to get put over here so it's just that's one uh, that's one aspect I never heard from. So I liked how you broke that down. So yeah. with your group, late, late greatness and we'll, um, young, young greatness, young greatness. Yeah, yeah. If you hear me in, in my songs, I say, "Mister Young Greatness." Yay. Okay. <laughs> I'll be saying that. That's, that's my. That's my. That's my thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, so I'm saying, with I'm young greatness, I'm teach you how to be great. Is that Mister Young Greatness? Oh, that's your. That's your slogan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got you. Yeah, yeah, be having me feeling myself when I be saying that. Like, you put your whole very white voice. He's like, "Yeah, Mr. Young Greatness, teach you how to be great." Yeah, you know what oh, I'm saying. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, um, uh, with Young Greatness, mm-hmm. what, um, who is in the group Young Greatness? Yeah, man. So we got a uh, right now. The the collective is you know Young Chris, mm-hmm. uh, me, and then we got a guy a producer. He's a phenomenal producer uh, and it's getting better at mixing and mastering every day Nathan Sims um, and we got uh, songwriters and stuff that we're a couple with um, a guy named Parker Everett he's from Denver he's in Denver right now he's from Evansville Indiana but he's uh, uh, in Denver right now um, and uh, he does like you know graphic art all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so we're just really building it right now um, and we don't know how it all looks like but we understand that we need to work together. You know right. what I'm saying? Like we're seeing that. It's easier to attack something with four or five people. And then, you know, we got a guy who's doing our booking right now. Uh, he's still working, but he's doing our booking right now. Uh, and, yeah. So. Building the team. So yes. last last question um, before you get in trouble. Mrs. <laughs> must be like, hey, it's it's, it's time. Um, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm. Just, I was just. Uh, she was. She was. She was just looking like, hey, what you, yeah, you almost done. So, <laughs> I know that look. I, I, so, I ain't in trouble yet. I'll let you know when I'm in trouble. I ain't in trouble yet. <laughs> so, um, one thing I want to ask is, what is future projects looking like? What's uh, future projects outside music and outside music? Yeah. So. My, my mission as an artist is to create music um, that embodies the Christian experience. Uh, that's my vision as an artist. So um, 
so some of my music is not going to sound like I'm not in the place anymore where I'm like, Jesus Christ saved my life and saved me from my sin. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like God saved us, but salvation wasn't the ending. It was the beginning. Right. Right. Um, so not that I won't talk about Jesus in the gospel, you know what I'm saying? But I'm saying I'll more be talking about the Christian experience. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if y'all heard songs like Mindset. Have y'all heard Mindset? Um, I got I got a record called Mindset. And uh, and that record is is talking about, uh, I said, God, he been changing my mindset. Focus on winning the contest. I asked the Lord to just keep me from evil and then lost some friends in the process. Because they was killing the progress. That was way harder to digest. You know what I'm saying? Like, so basically, I'm just talking about my experience with dealing with people who I thought intentions were good for me that weren't. Like right. real experience. When you say Christian experience, like not this dressed up. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Nah, nah, when you said that, person. I wanted to say, I know we're about to be out of time, so I was holding the question back. I wanted to say, describe Christian experience, but you're doing, you're doing that. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's like my experience of the things that I, areas that I've grown um, and, and talking about that in a way that's digestible mm-hmm. and doesn't feel like someone, um, it sounds like a song. And not like someone's pushing their uh, pushing their theology at you that you don't mm-hmm. understand. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah. the, the, and it's and it's not even that. Anybody who knows me, like every single song I make, I can back that mug up with scripture. You know what I'm saying? Like, people know I love the Word of God. I love God. I love talking about the Word of God. Well, when it comes to music, music is not. Um, if you if you look at if anybody y'all read Psalms, I used to study Psalms, the book of Psalms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it's, it's very interesting. There's not a lot of theology there. <laughs> like, Lord, why would you leave me lonely and afflicted? That doesn't sound like something Christian. It's like real true feelings. It's like right? real truth. It's like you somebody writing a journal. Like they're literally right, just journaling right. about what they're going um, through. Mm-hmm. Um, he leaves me beside still waters. He, you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't sound like, it sounds like a song. It, it doesn't sounds sound like a like, real Christian walk. <laughs> right, right, right. It doesn't sound like, and shout out to KB, his song is dope, by the way. But it doesn't sound like, let me hear that church clap. Let me hear that church clap. It doesn't sound like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like, now you see KB's not making records like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's different. Um, mm-hmm. and KB's one of the goats, so I'm not not attacking his song. Um, I think he would he would have the same thought if you he, he was talking about um that record um but i just want to i want to embody the experience and not make it so um not make it so hard to digest for people in the music like man this is easy to digest i understand what he's saying and it sound the mix is done well the music is awesome you know that's that's my it sounds like a record that you would hear on national radio secular mm-hmm. non-secular but we know what this is about this is about jesus but it's not like Hard to digest where it's weird. It makes me feel awkward when I listen to it. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, <laughs> or you you gotta turn it down because you don't want nobody to come yeah. at you like, oh, why are you playing? Because that's what happened when Lecrae right. came out with play, riding around with my Jesus music. When you turn right. that up, you have people give you the stares, like right. oh, like I remember those times. So I know what you mean. Like something that people if unless they really are uh, a stickler for lyrics. They really they they would be sitting there bobbing like oh this is cold who what is this about and then until that seed is planted and then eventually they're like oh I didn't even know they was talking about that 
Right, right. Was well, partnering uh, things that everyone struggles with. Right. But bringing God into the conversation. As the solution, as as the escape. Plan. Oh my goodness, it's crazy as you said that. My sister yeah. literally said, you know, because I'm 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 writing my first book, and this was a struggle. This is a step on faith thing. Yeah. And my sister said, when you explained your experience and the things you went through, did you have your escape plan? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I had the word to back up as my escape plan because I had to speak that over myself. And that was my escape plan, even though it did sound like I was explaining all the traumas, the pains, the things I went through. That's the Christian experience. But it's not staying in that moment. It's actually showing how I got out of it, because that's the real power of the testimony of showing that I was here. But now my escape plan, let me show the word right here. He showed me a way of escape. So I'm t- that's, that's, that's it. That's the that's human, that, the, the trials and all that stuff. That's the human experience. The Christian experience is the escape plan. The Christian experience right, is right, there you go. as an escape. The, the yeah. trials, all the things we go through, that's human. But having like an escape, having somebody to come in and swoop in and help you get through it, that's the Christian experience. Right, right. You had to preach and talk, Miss Brittany. I'm talking. I've been on sabbatical with the Lord. It got me hey. feeling all. I'm <laughs> <laughs> feeling, feeling lovely. Hey, you get on that sabbatical, you be feeling right. You be feeling right. You be feeling like, hey, where, where, uh, where is this uncircumcised Philistine at, my boy? You know what I'm saying? Like, where you at? Who is who is this dude talking to God's people like that? Right. You know what I'm saying so. You be feeling good, but yeah, that's that. That's my that's my goal is to is to make music that way. Um, and so some some of my some of my songs when you hear them, they on the surface they may. I'm not straddling no fences, but on the surface they may sound, uh, sound more like he sounds like he's talking about a struggle. But then you'll hear that, um, you'll hear that like relief. Um, we just at this camp we just did a young greatness camp 2023 um i made this song called boundaries that thing is crazy mm-hmm. uh so uh I, I may have to let y'all peek at that not right here right now but i'll let y'all peek at that and y'all can tell me what y'all think uh but it, it was uh it was really good uh we were everybody's like don this is the one <laughs> mm, you know what i'm saying like because it was just it was so good at embodying a human experience but then bringing that, uh, bringing that escape plan, like, um, bringing that escape plan into it. Uh, so that, that, that's, uh, that man, yeah, that's great, man. Y'all helped me scope that idea. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, like this, the escape plan. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Amen. Amen. Okay. That escape plan. That's, I'm going to have to preach on that. Cause that, that's stuff. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead and write that down. Here. You can have that. That was free. Yeah, me, me and Britt. Is it okay if I call you Britt? Me and Britt got okay. you tonight. <laughs> right, right. right. Go got you tonight. That was free. I don't I'm need out. no credit. I don't need the credit. It's all Jesus. <laughs> all Jesus. Revelation. It was a yeah. golden download. It just came straight from the heavenly wire. 100%. Amen. So one thing I want to just say is um, keep doing what you're doing. Because I... I really like when I listen to your music and What's I heard song, by the way. to choose. Wait, I said it right. Two choice. No, I'm not saying it right. One moment. I have it saved. 
be too honest. serious. Too serious. Uh, there yeah. you go. I knew I was started with a two. I don't remember songs like that, but too serious really got me because when I was listening to it, first of all, I heard it and I was like, I started listening to lyrics and I was like, okay, I need to invest more time into this song because songs get me when I, I hear lots of songs. I think we get probably thousands of submissions to the radio station all the time that want to get music that want to get on the show. And then I'm, I'm like, I got to hear a sound, something mm -hmm. that just grabs me and too yeah. serious got me because I was going through a moment. And in that moment, I was super irritated and I was listening to it and I was like, okay, man. Okay. Amen. Okay. I'll, and I start bobbing to it. My, my spirit. Cause you know, it's very funny. That's they have a TikTok note. trend right now where they say music changes your vibe when you're walking through work. Cause I always have a Bluetooth in. So somebody said, somebody made me mad at work. So I got Bootsy playing and, and you just hear Bootsy in his ear and you see this me mug face. When I was hearing your song, I was like, okay, it ain't that bad. I start, I was like, Hey, and I start walking around at work. I was like, I'm good. And it was kind of like I got out of the situation, and I yeah. think that was what got me. And I said, "Oh, I got, I got to reach out to dude. He, okay, I got to find out who he is." <laughs> and um, I reached out to you and uh, Young Chris um, about coming on to the show because I believe that your guys' music is something that young people have been looking for that don't feel like I'm getting preached theology that I don't understand. And that song was full of a lot of theology, though. Yeah. So but it, it was i feel it like was. i feel like i feel like the young people digestion is going to sound like what you said about lil wayne mm -hmm. i didn't get it until, until i later. listened to it later and had life experiences yeah yep but that's I'm one thing I, I feel like a lot of young people um that's now not in church because ever since COVID, it kind of made a new riff where a lot of people that's young don't go to church anymore. So it's just like they're he, they'll hear music like that. I'm like, man, I like it. It don't sound preachy. It's I could dance to it. I could chill to it. I could be in a good move. And still, it's still talking about Jesus. And they can sit and think about it. And I think you get more power when someone sits and thinks about your song than when somebody just goes and hears it and then skip to the next thing. Because mm -hmm. it makes an uh, impression that leaves there. It's kind of like what we've been talking about, you know, spread the gospel and plant that little seed. You ain't got to water the seed. You ain't got to take care of it. But if you plant that seed, you done did your job. So, yeah, that's one thing I could definitely say with your music. Stay be doing the things you're doing. Do not get commercialized stay remembering your first love and i believe that you guys are going to be able to take off and get up there with the lecrae's and you know and the mc nices and the Emanuels and and all the people that's on those levels that's been doing it for a while because you guys are really putting your heart into it amen amen with me i appreciate y'all and put it out there because like i say to everybody but you gotta get on the show so, yeah you gotta be on the show yeah yeah you gotta be on our show because i always say this to our guests that always take a chance and come on to anoint the radio saying it for going on a few years now saying when you come on the show you family i believe that our mission statement is that united we bring change that means that us as a body of christ if we come together and support each other kind of like his community 
uh, effort of just helping each other. Instead of competing with each other, if we help each other, we could be able to have a greater impact to the unsaved so they could see that we're on a united front. So now that you came on, your music, we're putting it on there. When you have something else that dropped, let us know. We're going to promote you. And that is from my heart. You could test me on it. I told everybody for years, test me on it. We'll have your social media. We'll do it for social media. We'll promote you. We'll help you out. And whatever you're doing, we definitely stand for you. Anointed Radio here in Las Vegas. Amen. Amen. And with that, we just want, oh, let me say this. And thank you for coming on. Even though I know you've been busy and I was busy and we was emailing and we was missing each other in emails and it would have like a day span where we don't email. <laughs> Amen. It, it happened the way it's supposed to happen because we was actually supposed to have this interview earlier, but it was the timing. And I believe that this time was a great time for now. So yeah, actually, this is actually my last interview for a while. Oh, wow. So so, so I, I, I'm, I'm excited to to be i love doing interviews it just takes a lot of time to organize them and construct them amen you know i'm saying so so uh, i'm 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 uh I, i'm i'm excited to see y'all's posts when it goes out and i'm, I'm gonna be sharing that and stuff so amen well you had your last interview on a good note right yeah y'all are fun amen we ain't scripted we we gonna talk to you like we sitting in somebody couch talking about music <laughs> and um if you guys didn't know, I guess I got to pay some bills. Let's go ahead and pay some bills. If you didn't know, go ahead and follow us at LV Anointed Radio on all social media platforms. Follow us at theanointedradio.com. And we're on podcasts. We're on Roku. We're on all that. We're about to be on Fire TV. We're actually building. If you want, you know what God's leading me to say this. I had one pledge because I opened my mouth because a closed mouth don't get fed. We actually have to pay a developer. So all my little people that's listening to go to Fire TV. Everybody want us to go to Fire TV, Amazon, Fire Stick, because y'all don't got Roku, because y'all can't buy a TCL TV or or oh, it's the Walmart brand, whatever. It's on. It's on there. So I want you to know. But if you want Fire TV, we got to raise up to nine hundred dollars to pay this developer to, to build this. I already had somebody pledge already to do that, so we could go to Fire TV. So if you have a, uh, it on your heart, go ahead and and hit us on the cash up at anointedradionetwork.com. and then make sure you download. Say it with me: download the Anointed download. Radio app 2.0. It's out there. It's updated. Twenty four hour gospel all day. A day, you're going to listen to it. It ain't no interruptions. Ain't no commercials. It's just music all day, every day. And if you did not know, I didn't say earlier, you can follow us on the podcast. On the podcast, y'all. We're on everything. I'm trying to get on Black Effect. Hey, Charlemagne, you gave me a shout out. I need you to be on your network. Um, but we're on everything but title. And I used to shout out and be like, uh, we own everything but title because Jay-Z be hating. But we on Roku now, so we bless. Amen. So with that being said, just follow us at LV Anointed on all social media platforms, all the good stuff. And ride down, listen to Gospel 24-7 here in Anointed Radio all day, every day. Don, what's some, uh, what's some parting words that you would say to an upcoming independent artist that um, is feeling down to that point where you were when you felt like giving up, what would you tell them? Man, that's so hard. <laughs> uh, man, don't, uh, don't quit. 
I know it sounds it sounds cliche, but I almost quit. And if it wasn't for me continue to keep going, I would have never got to what God spoke to me in the in when he originally told me to do music. Um and I believe so many people quit and they give up. And really the journey is can you keep going when you don't see it? That's the whole journey of it. Exactly. It's can you keep going when you don't see it? Because those people that can do that, God honors that. Uh, all throughout the Old Testament, people had to believe God when they didn't see. Mm-hmm. And that's what he's trying to trying to get you to do. So that's it. Keep going. Amen. Mic drop. With that being said, we'll see y'all next week. Bye, y'all. <laughs>